right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal girth. Timeliners, only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. whatever but uh the i think where we parted ways was whether it had any potential um organically or otherwise to affect change even if that change is just to be scary so that was the ground of the conversation Mm. um i think so first of all, Aaron, I'm going to ask you this simple question: Is do you, you think Christian that when you say Christian nationalism, who who might I have heard of before who explicates the points of it the best uh, in your I mind? I think I think it was Fuentes. And do not uh, okay. Do I was going to say do not say Mike the Pillow Guy. Do not. <laughs> Steve Bannon. (laughs) (laughs) I'd accept that. Yeah, I mean, between Bannon and Fuentes, I think uh, it's it's. I think Fuentes actually maybe not coined it, but uh, embraced it and kind of made it his own. But of course, it's Fuentes, so it, like you said, it was immediately just hermeticized into an extremely online group that. uh, Yeah. Like, and for any movement. For, for for any ideological movement, it has to be kind of big tent and then coalesce, not not the opposite way around. Yeah, and I just don't feel like okay. So the it's a it is it's like a Fuentes kind of Christian nationalism. So my question then is, you think that that has a chance in this country of taking hold? No, not that iteration. Absolutely not. Um, Does any it can't iteration? Be an ext- the what? Does any iteration? Well, yeah, the iteration is being provided to us by the people that are afraid of it. They I don't, don't really know. Go like, ahead and just blow this whole thing up right from the get go, but without sounding like a gay boy accelerationist. I mean, hasn't the train already been position. rolling? I mean, the Puritans got their Christian nationalism, and uh, I don't think we've seen. Well, that's it kind since, of the appeal to we? it. That's uh that's kind of it's it's more of a return thing. It's it's easy to sell it to somebody by saying we've always had Christian nationalism. Um but you know, we don't haven't. don't look We had it for no, I, I was going to say and then it died. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say don't don't dig too deeply into that, but we're talking about just normies here. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're talking about yeah, the how, people. Yeah, how do we extricate the normies from um, you know, we're a constitutional republic and, you know, uh, enlightenment liberal values and, and conservative principles, um, they have to be kind of shepherded into something else and then, and then they can snowball from there. And I think, uh, not Fuentes' Christian nationalism, but maybe, maybe closer to Bannon's like kind of reorientation of it into a big tent thing 
Um, I think that has potential. So, man, it's so funny when you say Bannon's career, because I know you've watched about as much Steve Bannon as I have. <laughs> and his Christianity... Nominal. <laughs> Is and I don't want like I don't know him like you guys know him, but like I have my doubts. Is that fair? Yeah, not even I don't even want to cast dispersions like he doesn't believe in Jesus Christ or God, but <laughs> but he probably it, doesn't. It, it well, doesn't, I mean, it's the it, witch test. It what is. he say? Christ <laughs> is Lord. Yeah. I, and I and actually I believe he would. I actually believe uh, I he, think would, he would. But I don't think that it. I don't think that his. And this is where I get lost, Aaron, because when you go, maybe not the Fuentes Christian nationalism, but the Bannon Christian nationalism, is you, when you'd make, if that's a path from A to B, somewhere along the line of that path, you, you lose a, a, almost everything essential about the Christian part. Yeah. You're just left and with not nationalism. That, not that people don't believe in God or anything like that, but that it's not in explicitly in the ideology no. It is more like the way that when Bannon sets his show up, Christianity dictates the topics he's interested in, but you almost wouldn't know that Christianity dictates the approach to victory or anything like that. Well, no, so that's the problem with it. That's really cuz I was about to say I think that's actually how it needs to be anyways. That's what I think is that if it was going to be successful and Aaron actually agrees with this as well is that if it's going to be anything called Christian nationalism, it's got to be, it actually has to have a Christian yes. <laughs> framework for action. And um, that's just not explicit in Bannon. No, it doesn't provide a framework for who's included, but it sure does provide a framework for who's excluded. It's right, a, and, you it, need, and you need both. Yeah, you need the friend-enemy distinction, and it certainly provides that. Right. In fact, it was almost provided to us by the nominal enemies of it. That's what you said at the start of this. Can you explain that more? You specifically you said the platform is being provided by our enemies. What is what does that mean and why why should we adopt a platform provided to us by our enemies? Who is that Democrat's Democratic strategist that was on Fox News all uh, James Carr, the Raging Cajun? Yeah, James Carr. He okay, uh he had hold on. So how did you just perfectly pluck the exactly correct one on the first try? I'm very I'm I'm deep in it. <laughs> he was uh he was on some show with a Republic it was like a Republican he guy. He was on Bill Maher. He was Is on he? Bill Maher. Bill, he, he was, was on, on Bill, Bill Maher's show, and he was talking about how Christian nationalists are basically terrorists, and yeah. that the and that Osama bin Laden or whatever it was, whatever he said, Al Qaeda or whatever he said. Whatever's going on over there isn't nearly as much of a terroristic threat as Christian nationalism over here. And Which what's is funny is I'm going to anticipate something if I can, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Most people to that would say, we are not terrorists, and you are saying, maybe we should be? Is that what... Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm always saying that. <laughs> Obviously, we're running a satirical show here. Yes, yeah. Just to <laughs> clarify that that was a joke, and we don't, we don't support violence in, of any that's kind. My, but, that's my very yeah. generic, nondescript position on most yeah. things. Whether it's right. eating breakfast or... 
driving an 18-wheeler on the highway. You, you want significantly forceful but legal behavior to be done. Um, I'm thinking... I'm thinking. He said, um. He went, um. <laughs> <laughs> How can I dog whistle my way through this? <laughs> well, we have a choice, or maybe the choice is being given to us, reform or revolution. That's always kind of the choice. It's It's reform right now. But um, you know, not even reform. Not it's, even reform. It's you have choices given to you as to what what reforms you want, and you can only yeah. pick those choices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but eventually, people are going to get tired of that. I think, um, whether they have the ability to do anything or even articulate why they're tired of it, is another matter entirely. Yeah, but that's not a movement, though, right? I mean, I'm well. That is just populism, right? You're yeah. Now no, utilizing the. The base feelings of the of the largest portion of the population. Yes, but even with populism, you need either a set or a, a great man, a set of elites or a great man to kind and of that's drive, Steve drive Bannon the ship. is who you're talking that's, about. Is Steve Bannon? It it it. I think his time is past. I think yeah, his I window too. of opportunity was 2016, and then right. Trump got rid of him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you well, know who's going to so galvanize most Trump of the population. Did really get rid of him? In an official capacity. Oh, who knows what happens behind this? Actually, pause. You know what happens behind the scenes. Well, That's I your entire job. to know. <laughs> and all I'm saying is it felt to me like he kind of bailed, not so much abandoning Trump, so much as he felt like it was in safe hands, whether he was correct or not, and went yeah. to work on other projects. Like, and I guess his whole a... breakaway state in China has already been memory hold, despite that being like the coolest shit of the last twenty years. Um, I think I, I've heard that from a strategic legal perspective, he it was kind of a mutual a mutual official breakup, but it it freed up his hands to work behind the scenes. You talking about yeah. Bannon Trump? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they like hate one another or anything like that. No, I don't. I don't think they hate one another either. I think. Uh, but I don't think that Donald Trump. It's this is not more like a like a uh, whatever his name is and Putin situation where where one is kind of instructing Dugan. the other philosoph. Yeah, Dugan, like one is in, is instructing the others. Uh, no, y through third parties. The Bannon Trump thing is like. Ban Bannon's attached to Trump, and when he yeah. does, Bannon has an almost like primitive pagan view of donald trump where when things go good it's because trump's listening and when things go bad it's because trump has been you know taken over by some other fort like it's always he's on my side and i did something wrong Which it's, it's like a cult almost could, it, that could very well be the case in a in a more real way you know sometimes trump listens to bannon and good things happen and as we know trump is easily distracted by other other forces the, uh, I, what I've said, I've seen no evidence that Donald Trump listens to Steve Bannon, is what I'm saying. It I think he listens to Tucker like Carlson, for, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I think Tucker might listen to Bannon. So, kind of, yeah, maybe. is that little, what it is? Little, Tucker's uh, the whisperer and Bannon is the whisperer of the whisperer? <laughs> Who whispers the whisperer? Yeah, yes, that's what it is. Exactly right, actually. I think is that now Bannon has gone like third level deep. 
Like, he's way deep. He's not even directly influencing the great man anymore. <laughs> he's influencing the great man's men. Yeah. Yeah, that I can deal with that. I'd say, as far, I don't as, know. As, far as Christian nationalism goes, in its, in its current iteration, whether it's Fuentes or Bannon, um, there is Man, a... Fuentes just never gets the claim. I don't care. Let's just drop that name from But the it's not... No, it's, My it's issue is niche. that it's, it doesn't... What has it done? Nothing. What is what? Yeah, what has it done? It's, and, and it's, it's provided a very generic framework for um, changing it into something that appeals that 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 appeals and resonates to Christians and nationalists, which is well, a large we're, we're, of the population. We're stuck at the we're stuck at the online libertarian problem, though, is that you've got a great process for philosophically onboarding people, and then you dump them into a river. And don't teach them how to swim. The difference and nobody is, knows what to be doing. The difference is only 5% of the population identify as libertarians, whereas a larger swath would no identify way, as Christian. No way, dude. No way, dude. Not Fuentesian. Not no, Fuentesian. Oh, no, God, no. No, in a normie sense. Like, on a basic level, I, like, I identify as a Christian. I identify as a nationalist. Um, you were saying when people go and they watch Fuentes... The, the the most common outcome is going to be they pick up on some of the general principles he has, dump off the rest of it, and now they've cr they're going to coalesce into a larger tent thing. I'm saying that, that that's already plausible. That doesn't pass the sniff test for no, me. I'm no, sorry, not with Fuentes, Aaron. but with maybe with Bannon and maybe with people that are uh, Bannon. Bannon, yes. With Bannon, yes. Yeah. With Bannon, yes. I mean, he's done been doing that, but. I guess then you had asked Tucker. me. You, yes, yeah, but I don't think Tucker's a Christian nationalist. Not anywhere near the Fuentes program. No, no, not at all. For like, forget Fuentes. He he might have like planted uh, we'll the seed, but he's gone. Yeah, we'll dump him off. Yeah, he, there's no yeah. reason for like we're talking about the average, you know, conserv conservative normie that. Mm -hmm affiliates with Christianity and, you know, could be easily convinced to say, yeah, sure. I guess I'm a nationalist. That's Tucker. Then that's yeah. Tucker. Yep. Tucker. And, uh, I would say some of the, probably the, so, okay. So here's my problem. He's just talking with Pete. I'm doing this 12 days of bird miss thing. So I, I just talked with Pete mm -hmm. and the first question I asked him, the first response to the question that I asked him, uh, I asked him, how do we move forward? He said, well, we definitely can't move forward focusing on the national level. And can I tell you that I think when I look at all of the programs that we've listed so far, Fuentes, Bannon, Tucker, all of these Christian nationalist programs, as, as accurate as that may be or vague as that may be, not one, they're all focused on the national level as the primary focus. Ah. Bannon's whole thing is local focus on national politics. Not yeah, the yep. other way around. And I yes. think it is a big grift as, as it's currently constructed because it's pushing a lot of people's effort into an unwinnable game because yes. either you win the national level and do nothing or you lose the national level and lose progress. And that's yes. not a battle that anybody should be focusing on. So that's why I said to you, I think our dude Pete has a better right-wing Christian nationalist program than any any of them is because yes. he's dumping the nationalism part 
in favor of the Christian part, like Bannon's done, which I think is just a big waste of energy. I think yes. the local level focus is going to work, but I don't. None of the people who we named have an interest in that. Certainly not Tucker. Certainly no. not Bannon, and definitely not Fuentes. No, ap no, you're you're absolutely right. I'm thinking in terms of a a new a, a kind of new ideological proposition that's out there for normal normies to consume that gives them a identity that is explicitly not liberal, not not constitutional republic, um, not conservative, um, that opens the door for them to consider things that maybe they wouldn't have considered five, ten years ago. And under the banner of Christian nationalism, um, that's, I think that's a good starting point. But like I said, it's transitory. It could transition into exactly what Pete's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the best. That would be the best option as currently presented. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you vote in your local elections, you um, have no problem wielding power in, you know, as as a you know as a, as a Christian would. I Forcing Christianity. Well, <laughs> I I don't disagree with that. I suppose I do think yeah. that local positions are very clearly the most uh, both easily attainable and effective for. Christian yes. ends of faith. I, I yeah. don't think mm -hmm. it's even possible to dispute that. Look at how our no. church developed. It's the same exact system. But uh, where we are right now, um, the vast majority of even internet people like us um, aren't quite there yet with the whole dumping, dumping the efforts for affecting change at the federal level in favor of the local or state level. Like they'll they'll get there, but they're not quite there. So there needs to be kind of a transitional uh, framework to get to you know whether what, whether what Pete's talking about is the case or whether it's something else entirely. You know, I, one thing that comes to mind is I don't know how you feel about it, but as we talk about this, I think about like the, the entire scope of what we're talking about is a political battle, mm -hmm. and uh, it's interesting that. I, again, I don't know how you feel about this, Aaron, but w the, way, the way I feel about it is the, the battle that we're actually talking about, the size of it, at, like the mass of it, as compared to other battles that are being fought, is so small. It almost makes me wonder, well, I do think, actually, that the political battle is maybe the least valuable to be fighting right now. There's technological battles that we could be fighting. There's just Spiritual. other battles that we could be fighting. Yeah, and I think the political battles, Christian nationalism question is, uh, and this is not to deflect because uh, you need a strategy for as many battles as you can fight, right? But um, That's the point of if, a general if, staff, after all. Right. If we had a dump stat in the, in the, in the war for change, it would be politics. Uh, it seems like the least valuable battle to be fighting right now. And again, I don't know, Aaron, Paz, you already mentioned this, but I don't know, Aaron, how you feel about... Um, accelerationism now, especially with the this new uh, whatever they're calling it. What this, is uh, that new flavor? Eac. Uh, the effective accelerationism. Um, mm. I don't know if you know anything about that, Aaron, or if you have any feelings on, on that. 
but it's a different battle that's being fought. Um, <laughs> I think we need to uh, change our our victory conditions for sure. <laughs> you know, what ten years ago my victory conditions were, um, you know, turning my town red or, uh, you know, defeating like gender ideology or something or you know along those lines like social um social issues so how much of this is actually just a mindset problem then has there been a problem here where we've all had the hubris to think we can have more outsized impact than we really can Mm, i mean I, i guess adjusted for scale like on a, on a on a neighborhood level, yes. On a town level, sure. County, state, yeah. I mean, it's it's about finding your tribe. You're not going to affect change by yourself, but if you can find a tribe and you know have some maybe some influence within that tribe, then uh, you can affect all the change that you need functionally. Um, the reason why it's it's concerning to me, especially in the political realm is because I'm starting to think about having kids and I'm looking at like, you know, the public school curriculums and I'm looking at the cost of living and, um, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's a, I'm, I, I haven't had kids yet, so I can't speak to what my perspective will be, but I don't imagine it's going to get any better. No, probably not. But it, I mean, you already, so you already have the answers to a lot of those questions, like what the public schools are teaching and, so on and so forth. So, you, you, there's no way you're even engaging in that kind of a system, right? It's 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 a matter of uh, t- it's I guess it's twofold. It's insulating myself from it, and then um, finding ways to circumvent it. Yeah, and they make it really hard. Like homeschooling, I assume you're talking about other forms of schooling. Is that is that yeah, what you mean? like pri- private schooling, homeschooling, um, yeah. you know, a hybrid. But the good news is that there's going a into lot the woods of... and eating raw animal, <laughs> raw freshly killed animals, and wearing loincloth. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's certainly an option. <laughs> You'll survive for a little while in Massachusetts under those conditions, at least. No, the deer population here is insane. Do yeah, you but guys the, what's have the, the weather zombie like? deer disease out there yet? Um, I've heard of that, but I don't think it's around here. Zombie deer? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not literally. Zombie just deer. Fungal it's just like deer with uh, rotting flesh. Yeah. Zombie deers in the woods of Massachusetts? Well, definitely in Wisconsin, and I'm assuming other yeah. states in the Midwest, but it's spreading. And so I, I mean, was just kind of curious if it had made it out there yet. In, in terms of cryptids, uh, I think we got that covered. There's probably a zombie deer some, somewhere around some. Well, King Philip's War Battlefield. For the record, for the listeners, this is something that's literally real. I'm using Mm -hmm. a slangy name for it, but this is not a cryptid. This is something that's really happening. Yeah. Well, it's a. It's. Here's what I think, fellas. Mm -hmm. If there's a zombie, pause. You know this. Uh huh. If there's a zombie, there has to be a necromancer. That's right. So where is he? That I don't know. I hadn't really planned on going that far afield with it. I was he's, uh, just kind of riffing. He's in the woods. <laughs> I, I got you very serious. <laughs> the, the simple answer is that he's in the woods behind your house. 
He's <laughs> and he's hungry. <laughs> and he has the back door keys. Oh no. <laughs> nope. We are yeah. America's number one favorite news show, fellas. Bringing so. you the news about zombie deer. I'm bringing you the news about zombie deer. I got to hit the go live button before I allow us to play our TLE Nation intro, but here we go. Or not. We're not doing it today. Wait. I guess we're not doing it today. <laughs> Hold on. Were we not live that whole time? No, we were live. I just don't know why the music won't play. We'll wait for the for the program to decide to let us do the news. That's what we'll do. At some point, the news music will start playing, and then we'll do the news. But until then, I hope everybody's having a really great Birdmas so far. I, I what, what is Birdmas? I've heard you reference this several times right now, <laughs> and I don't get invited to the staff meetings. What is going on? <laughs> well, we like to give you extra PTO. You work yeah. very hard. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, Birdmas, it's 12 episodes in 12 days. Probably 12, maybe 10, maybe 10 uh, episodes of Into the Cave for our Patreon listeners starting on the 13th of December, one per day till Christmas Day. Holy um, moly. I've So far, I've talking, talked to Anarchy Ball about donut spirituality. That was a really interesting one. Uh, I talked to Pete about race part two. We'd, Aaron, we did race part two, I guess. <laughs> Because I can't yes. stop, and it's going to get me in trouble one day. Did he? Um, uh, did he get into Evola or Yaki? No, no. Uh, yes, yes. No, it was um. half of Yaki, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> it's, it's actually going very well. This Birdmas thing. I guess we're not going to be doing. T oh, no. did, did I hear a drum roll? No. False no. alarm, fellas. We won't be doing the news today. Well, that sucks because there was a lot of George Santos news. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for him to guest on here. <laughs> I can't believe that he joins a coveted class of men who've been expelled from Congress. I know, and it's not even for like... Club? It's like four. That's yeah. it? Right, exactly. And one of them is a Brazilian drag queen now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we live in the greatest country of all time, I think. You know, if if I knew that I was going to be expelled from Congress, I would ad immediately adopt the nothing to lose mindset. What? How so? <laughs> you're taking people. You're taking people's <clears throat> careers with you. Yeah, careers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing in a briefcase full of tannerite. <laughs> <laughs> Only blows you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they get they get their dress shirts stained, so win. <laughs> oh, great. I just oh. doubled their dry cleaning bill. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to insert the news music in post, fellas. Wow. Terrible. We, can't, uh, we can't do that. Yeah, we can't do it this way. Damn. I'm uh, severely a, disappointed in our Is it program. a Riverside FM? No, we've done it before in Riverside FM. We right? did do it once in Riverside before, but it's not happening again. So look at this, right. Riverside. You're going to lose a very lucrative deal here <laughs> when you are fucking with the news like this, fellas, because this is very important. 
Yeah, anyway, remember. I'll play the music in post and pretend you heard it and that All there's right. applause happening when I start talking again. Mm-hmm. Okay. That wow, was easy. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> wow. So vibrant. See yeah. how acting works? What, what a great crowd. Great crowd today. I have some interesting news, Aaron, to your chagrin, most certainly to your chagrin. And also, if Riverside isn't going to cooperate, I don't know how we're going to do it. But we figured out a way. We figured out a way to finally take voice uh, mail from, from people without me having to give away my phone number. Oh, uh, the way it's going to work, I raided the I raided the elf's office and I found the password for the, the Timeline Earth account. What um, was it? You're going to make me really tell you? I'm going to have to delete this part out, no, too, and if I forget this, him. there's going to be problems. If he doesn't know, don't I was hoping tell you him. would just make something funny up, but never mind. No, but the real thing is funny. Oh, the real oh, thing oh. is pretty good. Um... <laughs> I think it's like faggots 69 she was the password for it wow. or something like that yeah something like that or maybe it was here give me a second i'll find it and i'll have to just delete this but i'm already i'm listening in post so based zoomer it, here's what it was here's what it was wow <laughs> wrecked that was the you know what that if was I the knew real that was password. how the elf really felt yep. this whole time <laughs> That is not surprising at all. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to delete this part. I'm just going to bleep that so that people will think it's the (laughs) (laughs) N-word. Well, The elf is actually my Steve Bannon. Yes. (laughs) And I'm Trump. (laughs) (laughs) And it it goes through me. I'm Fuentes. (laughs) So that what we're going to do, we found out how we were going to take voicemail. And it's very simple. Twitter now allows people to send voice messages. That's the easiest way for me because I could just pull it directly from my computer and play it for us live, assuming the program that we're using to record decides to work. So if that happens, that happens. But if it doesn't happen, we don't have to listen to people's voicemails. But please, go to the Timeline Earth account, at Timeline Earth on Twitter. You'll know it's us. And please go over there. I'm going to open up voicemail at some point. You can be able to, whether you're following the account or not, or we're following you or not, go and send a voice message into the inbox, and maybe it will be considered for listening if it's good. If it's not good, I'm not going to play it. So make sure it's good. But yeah, might we've opened ya. it up. We're gonna, Yeah, it might block you. That's true. That's really true. Sometimes yep. you need to agitate them. But listen. We're going to take some voicemails. It's going to be a great time. Maybe we'll ask the listeners to send us specific information about voicemails. Like, um, what's your favorite uh, episode of this show that I said something really funny on? Uh. <laughs> hey, Bert, since whatever. you don't have a job, maybe you should add some production value to this segment and put like uh, sound effects for like, a, a, like an actual voice, like a mess, like a messaging system. Oh, oh, like I can modify, yeah, yeah, like modify it so it sounds like it's coming off of a, a tape you recorder. You have three new messages. Oh, wow. That's a great idea. I could do that. I'm going to do yeah. that. We're going to do that. That could be the Let's intro to the segment. Oh, free ideas. I love this. Okay, Sometimes great. I have them. 
I have a joke. Do you want to hear a joke? I wrote a joke. I, I want to hear it. Okay. Have you heard that Chinese people are getting fatter year over year? Why no, Bird? I haven't. They've started tracking inflation using the Consumer Rice Index. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The only, listen, the only piece of news that we have is that George Santos was kicked out. He was expelled from Congress. That's all that we really have this week. And I picked up some interesting information about him. For instance, there's one news story I found. That, of, of, <clears throat> the, the headline is, Veteran who claims George Santos killed his dog says she's smiling from heaven over house expulsion. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, a Navy veteran who's accused George Santos of stealing thousands of dollars from his sick dog's fundraiser said his beloved pet is smiling down from heaven over the former congressman's expulsion. You know, I saw that, the headline form of that, and I just, I don't know what to do with that. Is that well, something Santos would have done? Is there any chance that's real? We'll find out together, because I haven't read the article either. Richard Ostoff told The Post Friday that he was relieved to hear Santos was ousted from his spot in the U.S. House of Representatives earlier in the day. Quote, he says, I have a deceased little girl, my little puppy, who I know is extremely happy right now and smiling down from heaven. Ostoff said... She will probably be even more happy when I take him to court, and he will be proven a liar. But this is a good start. So he explains that he's happy for the people of New York, for some reason, even though they voted him in, who led a grassroots movement to expel the guy, which I don't think was true. I think it started in Congress. Apparently what happened was, Ostoff has not been able to recover the emotional anguish <laughs> that was caused when Santos took $3,000 from a GoFundMe campaign for his dying service dog in wow. 2016. So what? Wait, so how he did he manage to do that? He didn't steal the dog? He stole money? He stole the money, apparently, Ostoff claims. He was homeless and sleeping in a tent in New Jersey at the time with his dog, a puppy named Sapphire, a red-nosed pit bull mix of some kind. It's an ugly-ass dog, honestly. Very ugly dog. I like most red-nosed pit bulls. This thing has a weird, like, uh, Dick Cheney face. I don't like it. In fact, I'll share... Here's what I'll do. I'm going to share this article in the in the river so i can't believe that the music still hasn't played by the way that's unbelievable i'm going to share this in the riverside chat and go over to that new york post article there um and tell me what you think about the way the dog looks because he has a disgusting face so what happened basically was that the campaign uh, uh, to raise money to help remove a growing tumor in the dog Sapphire's stomach raised $3,000, but Ostoff has not seen a single cent of that money. Ostoff said that he needed the, the, his dog because he was suffering from mental health problems caused by his time in the military. For months, Santos kept alleging that Ostoff would send him money and uh, told him to go to a New York uh, veterinarian clinic to go and get the dog done. But apparently, uh, the $3,000 was 
lifted uh, away from the GoFundMe by one of Santos's charities, Friends of Pets Unlimited. At some point, he had promised this guy $3,000 and then pulled the $3,000 to go and spend money on OnlyFans accounts. <laughs> so, <sighs> yeah, that's, where, that's what's being alleged right now. Um, a House Ethics Committee stated he spent $3,332 on an Airbnb in the Hamptons where he spent boatloads of money on OnlyFans subscriptions, Botox, and spa treatments. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He rented a place in the Hamptons just to go jerk off? This is your, yeah, this is your guy. This is our guy, George Santos. I think it's all lies and slander. I don't see personally. how that could be true. Yeah. What do you think, Aaron? I think they ex- overextended their hand talking about the OnlyFans thing because it's completely really? plausible that somebody would go to the Hamptons and get spend a bunch of money on spa treatments and Botox. Like I'm, I'm right there with you. But when you say wow. and. OnlyFans subscriptions. That's that's a little uncanny. That's where you draw the line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he's currently facing... Here's the other thing. He also allegedly wrote $15,000 in bad checks to an Amish dog breeder after he stole a weasel. What the, What has... What's, <laughs> what hasn't this guy done? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that part wasn't true. He stole a dog, not a weasel. He weaseled right. his way, and that's what I read. I read weasel. <laughs> Did he steal this dog? No, that is a different... So the first dog that we were talking about died and he, because he took back 3000 promised dollars, allegedly, from the charity that had donated the, the money to the OnlyFans. The OnlyFans for the dog? The Only Dog, or whatever it's called, to pay money to get the dog a surgery. There was a second dog... That he wrote there a bad was check a for. Second dog, okay. A different dog. He a wrote second a dog fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> a fifth. Oh. He wrote a fifteen thousand dollar bad check to an Amish dog breeder. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So he's actually currently being indicted on thirteen counts of lying. <laughs> You can't indict somebody for that. <laughs> In Long Island, you can. In huh. Long Island, you can. Apparently, they're charging him for embezzling $50,000 also. Uh, illegally using uh, PPP benefit program uh, money, which yeah. who didn't? Oh, who no. didn't? In this country, and lying to Congress on fin- financial disclosure forms or some. Mm-hmm. He's also hit with other charges about him lying about the campaign fundraising, inflating the amount of n- money that he had and the numbers of contributors he had. Uh, and he was expelled by a 311 to 114 vote with 100 GOP members voting for his removal, which is pretty, fa- pretty fantastic, I'd have to say. Yeah. Um, so that's what we got as far as news with George Santos goes. I just want to give a eulogy to George because his time in Congress was very notable. I'll give you the 18 things that he uh, was most known for. Um, I won't give you all 18, but I won't give you all 18, but I'll give you some some key highlights. The greatest Um, hits here. Yeah, he was a drag queen in Brazil apparently for a period of time in the early 2000s. Yeah, and the guy. I mean, have you seen the image of the drag queen in question? 
I have, Very close. unfortunately, yep. Very close. He lied about having a legal team. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's got to be pretty bad. Um, he, uh, he, 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 three weeks ago, as you'll remember, he had, uh, uh, was accused of spending $20,000 in campaign money on OnlyFans accounts, as you know, um, which was pretty interesting. He uh, wrote a post uh, on Twitter one time that claimed he was going to report various members of the ethics committee for bringing guns into the congressional hall, <laughs> which is really great. <laughs> I can't even, I don't even know if that's true or not. Um, he was, you know, it, it's pretty great stuff. Uh, the guy is, um, unfortunately the victim of a pretty brutal witch hunt, I think. I, <laughs> this, whole I just thing, that. this whole thing is so <laughs> dumb that it feels witch haunty. <laughs> but at the same time, in the clown world yeah. we live in, it almost yep. has to be true, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, he, oh, he stole a baby. That was another one. We He's keep, a baby thief. We keep using this word stole, but what things did he actually <laughs> physically steal? A baby. He did actually steal a baby. That did happen one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, Aaron, let me pause here for you. Say, would you say a word to the listeners? Um, I hate you and I wish you death. <laughs> oh, I want to give a King of the Week nomination. This is a guy after our own hearts. Um, uh, there's a paralyzed... This was going around recently. There was a man who was paralyzed, lost the ability to speak. His mm -hmm. first words in months after a new brain implant that allowed him to help uh, speak without actually using his mouth... His first phrase, I want a beer. <laughs> so, shout out to you. Glad you have your voice back. He also asked that if they could play the band Tool very loud, and he ordered a curry. I'm telling you, this guy is definitely after our own hearts. That was exactly the turn of phrase I would have used. Absolutely yes. king of the week. I remember getting added in that, and yep. no doubts, the king. The true king of the week. Um, the only thing, other thing, I'd like you to look up something for me. It would uh, be pause. my pleasure. There was, yes. a, there was an Estonian politician recently elected by the name of Rain Epler. Rain, like the weather condition, Epler, E-P-L-E-R. He's uh, got a pretty eclectic haircut. I want you to take a look at it. Powerful. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that an interesting haircut? Doesn't it look? It looks a little bit like like a Roman helmet, like a bronze yeah. helmet. <laughs> There's something very martial about it. So we're, we, I was gonna give him my King of the Week nomination. I guess my other King of the Week nomination. Two Kings of the Week. Duke of the Week, perhaps. Duke of the Week. The Duke of the Week. Absolutely, absolutely. The so we're gonna give that out. People's Party of Estonia. Yeah, uh, that's an interesting thing that uh, the Europeans are electing a bunch of supposedly right-wing politicians lately. It seems to be in vogue. We wonder if that will mean anything. My final story for the day involves an expose recently run at a Russian jail. 
So at a Russian jail where they're keeping a, a number of Ukrainian prisoners, um, it's a jail called Kapotnia 7. Um, it is in Moscow. It's a okay. jail where it's on the outskirts of Moscow. It's a jail or detention center. If you, if you remember, uh, I don't even know. Did he die? Alexei Navalny. Do you remember him? Did he, is he alive? Navalny? Um, yeah. He's like Putin's main challenger. Alive, but I guess I don't really know. Yeah, I've I don't know either. Google box open still. I could just look. Maybe he's alive. Maybe he's not. Yeah. Well, let me um, do some live on air studying. You keep talking if you would. He was kept in this prison, this detention center, and uh, it's very likely that he was subject to a number of cruel experiments. Uh, in this expose, alleges um, pretty interesting was they were doing uh, some psychological uh, interrogating. You know, really putting it on people, uh, trying to get them to talk. And uh, what they would do is they bring a large boombox into the jail cell, and they played Bon Jovi uh, all day. No, I, I like Bon Jovi. <laughs> all Why they do we have to bon be the Jovi torture music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. All the, apparently, apparently there were 13 Bon Jovi songs on a playlist <laughs> that they played all day, loudly, <laughs> at the jail cell. <laughs> And that was a form of torture, uh, draconic torture, just to get them to admit things, apparently. Oh. Pretty rough. Yeah. Um, Pretty rough. Apparently, he is still in prison and facing new charges even as recently as three days ago. Wow. Brutal. Brutal, dude. Sucks wow. to be him. Sucks to be him. Glad that we uh, aren't uh, under the boot of... The magnanimous and glorious Putin. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's points scored for the pragmatists, huh? I sure. would simply win. Yep, I would simply win. Yes. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's our our news for the week. That was it. A clean news week. You've still got wars raging all over the world. New wars soon to come. Venezuela. We'll keep an eye on that one. Oh, Couple that one could spills. actually be spicy. Yeah. That, yeah, that one is definitely could be spicy. We got a, a 70,000 battery uh, uh, splayed across the Highway 45, it looks like, uh, in uh, Michigan, perhaps. It's a 45, I don't remember. Um, that's our tracking spills for the week. Car Campit is currently on vacation in, uh, oh, looks it's like Western Guiana. That's going to be an interesting thing for him. <laughs> um, he'll be back as soon as possible, and um, that's it. That's all we that's all we have. Remember to send a voicemail in, but uh, make it good. Tell us yeah, interesting things. Yeah, and don't send topics. it to us. Send it to the yeah, podcast. Don't send it to us. Send it to the Timeline Earth podcast DM box, which should be open and available for you to send a voice. It ha- and, and here's the other rule. Got to be a voice message. If it's text, I'm sorry. It's we, I'm not reading it out. The point of it is to be able to play it out so people can hear it. So you, we got to hear those. got to hear those beautiful voices of yours. So send them out. Tell us interesting things. Ask us to talk about stuff. Makes my life easier. Makes your ears happier, I would say. And also remember, you will be freak filtered. Yes. Oh, heavily. Thank you, Pause. You will be heavily freak filtered, at least at first. And if you're really freaky but it is entertaining, that might be good too. But I'm going to have to listen to all of them. So, uh, yeah. It's like my own personal Bon Jovi prison moment. <laughs> You I'm going to listen to 13 I, listener voicemails. 
I hope Captain Crash and the Beauty Queen from Mars made that list. Mm, we'll see. Greatest we'll love see. song ever written. I bet you that I bet you that the list is some Oh, here we go. It's a public Nope, different. No. No, this is a different playlist. Got Moby on it. That was bad. <laughs> Whatever, I guess. <laughs> it's got Moby on it's it. It's got Moby on it. Yeah, it can't be a 13 Bon Jovi songs. So, yeah. Hopefully there's a, a good number of people out there who are now can't sleep because all they can hear <laughs> in their head is Bon Jovi music. We'll see. Well, anyway, um, we'll, with that, we'll put two hands on the wheel here. Uh, we'll look forward to Bird Miss. Um, go over to the Patreon. Actually, I guess I'll remind everybody next week because Wednesday of next week is the start of Birdmas so you'll be getting a regular episode I suppose and then you'll also be getting uh, the start of the Patreon episode so if you're a subscriber um, yeah enjoy and if you're not Yay, yeah subscribe uh, whatever press like Yay. share with your friends share with us <laughs> or yes share us, us too. with your normal friends your extremely <laughs> normal friends yes well, show our show to everybody. Co-workers.